0: This is Kate Beckinsale, you're listening to Bacon Sale. You know who we are. We're your friendly neighborhood bacon sale. That's it. That's it? It's short, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah bacon sale, bacon sale. That's actually kind of fun to do. It's only funny if you do it with your hands. Oh, yeah. Wait, is that the mechanical noise or like the biological noise? Pew, kind of bold. Phew, shink. Interesting. Welcome to Big Stuff,
1: everyone. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob. Cannonball. Why are we going so fast? Do we want to make this an hour? There <laughs> <laughs> <gonna try> <laughs> yeah.
0: no! was actually eight words, so yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to try and keep
2: it. this as quick as possible. Just
0: slow it down you can hear
2: it. Just because uh, we got a lot to do and we got a short time to do it in. Indeed. Yes. It's uh,
0: time for Spidey versus Spidey versus Spidey or Spider-Man versus Spider-Man versus Spider-Man or or what's the next one, Joel?
2: Those are the only two Peter, Parker
0: had. Peter Parker versus Peter yeah. Parker versus Peter Pumpkin Eater.
2: Peter Parker picked a pack of pickle peppers. Thank you very much. Uh, remember uh, so how we
1: tried to speed this one up? Yes, Not but happen. last
2: time we did this type of show was in episode 18 back in that August so of 2015. Are you kidding me? It's almost yeah, two years. It's old. That was almost 100, year, or 100 years, 100 <laughs> episodes ago. It was almost 100 episodes ago, and that's when we talked about spy versus spy versus spy, or Bond versus Bourne versus Hunt. Bonnie Hunt. Which we thought was a Bonnie great hunt. idea. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so much that we replicated it 100 episodes late. Yes. But uh, the way it's going to work is something like this. We have our three Spider-Men being Tobey Maguire, Andrew, Andrew Garfield, Garfield, and Tom Holland. Yes. And we are grouping their movies together in those types of groups. Mm-hmm. Maguire, uh, Holland, Garfield. Garfield. Holland. Yes. I'm trying to go in order. Okay. Th- yeah. And so Jacob has a series of categories that he's going to read off to us. and then I sure do. Kent and I are going to rank them to see who is the number one in each category.
1: Now, is this entirely fair? Because Holland just has the one movie that we all just saw. with One and a half. With, yeah, bits one from and a third. Civil War. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, it did establish
2: a lot for the character. So. Yes. Because we have three movies from Jerry, Jerry Maguire. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> this that. is not going <laughs> to well. go well. <laughs> from uh, What's his first name? Toby Maguire. And then we have two movies from Andrew Garfield. And then we have, we'll say, one and a third from Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yes. So this is a mm. way we can kind of pit these Spider-Men against one another in a debate-like format. So let's get into it. Let it nice. us indeed. And thank you for listening.
0: All right. First category. Who is the best one-liners?
2: Best one-liners. Because Spider-Man is known
0: its his, for thing. his one-liners. first one-liners. Yes. Yeah.
1: As Peter Parker, he is a nerd. As Spider-Man, he is a quick-witted hero. He is. For example, every villain he fights has some sort of random power. <laughs> and he basically makes fun of them for that power and how they try to... How he foils their
2: plans, he makes basically. of people's abilities? Yeah. Wow. Ouch. Spider-Man's a jerk. What, what a jerk. jerk. Let's cancel this show. <laughs> Canceled. Uh, so are we going... <laughs> Does Tom <laughs> Holland cancel it? <laughs> no. Are we going 3-2-1? 3-2-1. Like, so so worst, worst, middle, best. uh do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I think
1: the worst one-liners uh, belong to... Uh, you want to call him Jerry Maguire? <laughs> <laughs> Toby. <laughs> Toby Maguire. Toby. Those are the worst has ones? Has the worst one-liners because really... It seems like there's the most really, there. He doesn't make fun of a lot of people. He just responds. To them like it's mostly like they try to hit him and he's like he's like oh nice try and that's about it like they his Spider-Man is not very funny I noticed mm-hmm. and I just you watched noticed or you thought I noticed because I just watched the three movies did, okay mm-hmm. I did okay good I actually want your examples okay um, my second would be Tom Holland um, because it is a funny movie and one of his lines is wait a minute you guys aren't the real Avengers I, got, I can tell Hulk totally gives it away
2: which wasn't in the actual movie it was only the trailer. no, it was I didn't hear it. Yeah. Did you hear it? I think I heard that. Yeah, because I was waiting for that line. When he isn't isn't really the Avengers? No, no, I definitely heard that line. Yeah? yeah? Mm-hmm. Wow, I kept waiting for it.
1: Where is uh, Andrew Garfield? He says something like, you should see the other guy. The other guy in this instance being a giant mutant lizard. You know, stuff like that. I think Andrew Garfield, when he becomes
2: Spider-Man, has the best one-liners as Spider-Man. Joel? We're not going to agree on this. Okay, very much at all. Because I put my number three as Garfield. I, I feel like his... Really? I feel like his Spider-Man... It was kind of like, uh, hey, I'm improv and look, hey, but no, this is my improv class. I could do funny things. Let's do 20 takes on this and see what I come up with. What? I mean, you're. Oh, oh no. Uh, the one th- My one weakness is little, little knives. No.
1: Yeah, oh. he, no, he says my weakness, small knives, anything but knives. Like, that's funny. Like when you're fighting
2: someone. You're going to have to improv. That's his best line. You think that's his best line? That's his best line. I think it's a great line. But then you get, and then I'm going to put (laughs) Maguire second. Okay. Because I feel like the Sam Raimi Evil Dead type stuff, when he says a line like, I mean, just when he's teasing bone saw, and he says, That's a nice outfit. Did your wife buy it for you? Yeah. Just to tick him off. Like, there's no he's not really like like, it's not hilarious. It's just trash talking. Yeah, that's what it is. It was it was very comic booky to me. And I say I think my number one is actually Holland. I just gave that to him tonight. Because there were so many quips he gave. Do you remember any? For example, I know I'm trying to remember. I, I wrote the other ones down. I didn't. I wasn't able to write. Any sure, that, that wasn't that. Uh, Tony Stark. No, Tony Stark didn't that. have as many one-liners, but he, he
0: didn't do any zings really. I liked. I liked his except z- for the pooch thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That, that was awkward. That was <laughs> the hybrid children. But I thought oh, Tom yeah, Holland ever, was yeah. probably
2: the funniest Spider-Man. Like just the way funniest he, movie though, or funniest Spider-Man? Because this is all about the one-liners. It's about the one-liners, but. I thought, and I can't think of any off the top of my head because I didn't have it. I just barely saw it and got here and wasn't able to type it up. Because I, I looked up on IMDb and couldn't find any funny quotes. Well, it's barely from out. Holland. They haven't done, the IMDb people IMDb haven't IMDb quotes are up. Not all of
1: them. Yeah, no, they're up. The ones from the
2: trailer. Full on dialogue from, from the, the movie. Trailer, and, from the trailer. From no But funny Garfield's quotes. definitely the least. I think we can all agree on that. Next category. Uh, hardly.
0: <laughs> all right. Next category is best soundtrack
2: best soundtrack and we're just going one winner on this one right we didn't
0: really talk about that on the bacon uh, bit, did we, we I, really actually to, to as well. I did
2: three two one on this one so i'll go first uh i thought amazing spider man is probably my number three although it was the final american film to be scored by james horner and released during his lifetime hmm. but i don't really remember any music from the amazing spider man and, and i just watched it and i can't remember any music from it uh, number two i gave to holland And his uh, the new series, because I like the retro music. I like how it ends with the Ramones and how the dance they're playing uh, flock of seagulls. I got a kick out of that. And the trailer, like, even though it's not in the movie, the trailer music of uh, Time to Pretend by management. I thought that was great, too. So is the music it, associated with it. I say it's
0: interesting or gutsy or something like that. Like, like during the first part of the movie, before I picked up on the theme, I was like, why are they playing this music? Like, this is weird. Yeah. But it did, it did work. It did work by the end. Yeah. And
2: then my number one, I gave to Danny Elfman doing the score for Spider-Man. The, 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 dang it. Jerry Maguire. Every time. <laughs> yeah, Toby. <laughs> Toby Maguire. just call him Jerry. But Jerry the problem McGuire. is I wanted to sing it, like do the tune. But every time I try to, it turns into the Flash theme song. Yeah, like, I know. No, I actually duh, love
1: Spider-Man's duh, theme. Duh, and that is my number one. Spider-Man 2, actually, for me, has the best soundtrack of any of them. Because of Dashboard Confessional? No, no, heavens Vindicated, no.
2: Vindicated, I am selfish, I am wrong, I am right, I swear I'm right, swear I knew it all along. <laughs> and I am <laughs> fun, but I am cleaning up so well. I am seeing in me now the things you swore you saw yourself.
1: I, I saw swear. those guys in concert, like, wow. four months ago, and that was like, Chris Caraba was in... The podcast room with us right now. It's really, it's just the emotions as they bubble up. That's what happens. Mm -hmm. Can you sing the Nickelback song from Spider-Man 1? And
2: they say that a hero can save us. (laughs) I'm not going to stand in your way. (laughs) Jeremy's program.
1: Spider-Man 2 has the best soundtrack. Oh my gosh, I'm laughing so hard. Uh, Andrew Garfield for The Amazing Spider-Man for me. Yeah, you're right. I can't remember any themes, but... The
2: emotional moments for me packed a punch because of the soundtrack. You know, the only music I can think of is in, Sp- in the Amazing Spider-Man franchise is when uh, Electro plays. Bam bam, 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 bam. And I was like, that was terrible. That was more of an effect, but it, for me, it's the orchestral stuff
1: behind the big emotional scenes. I can't recall them, but for me, they hit. I couldn't remember the one-liners. I'll give you a pass on the orchestral score. I don't need your pass, so thank you very much. I will give it to you. Here and for you me, <laughs> the Holland one, I appreciate that they used the Spider-Man. Spider-Man, they made it epic, but that it
2: started and ended with the theme. And yeah, that was yeah. it.
0: So that's the worst. All right, next category.
2: Best acting. Oh, now see, this is an actual category where we may agree, Kent. I think we probably will. I don't know if Ooh, we will, Oh, I don't though. know if we will in the second place.
1: I'll go first. Number three. See, this is where we may disagree, and okay. I know it's like I feel it's going to feel like I'm picking on Holland, but the, he actually does win a few the categories country? here. <laughs> yeah, what Tom Holland. You, what a those jerk! Were,
0: those windmills.
2: I hate what windmills? Are they Good for. <laughs> I loved him
1: on Twisted Metal too, but that's
2: about it. <gasps> I love Twisted Metal Isn't too? awesome? Yeah, when you fight. In Although Holland? Holland was Holland was really fun, but I, I was much more the France, France. guy. I love knocking over the Eiffel Tower. High five! <laughs> yeah. So for me,
1: Holland, I think he's a very good actor. I didn't really love his portrayal because he's kind of just trying to really be American kid, and it didn't really Michael work. Michael Fox. I yes, I think he has potential, but he never switches up his acting role, and he can only ever pull a surprise face. It's only like,
2: <gasps> and for me, let the record show, Kent huh? had a surprise face. For <laughs> <So laughs> no, me, he, it's not just his asthma. McGuire in this, like, he's a good actor in this role. He's not the
1: greatest actor, but he does pull off yeah. range. Like he, when he needs to deliver an emotional moment, he does. But he has a really ugly cry face. So,
0: Holland 3, Maguire
2: 2. Well, you're, you're knocking him down for an ugly cry face? It's an
1: ugly cry face. It's just some ugly people have an ugly cry face. All around. It's all around. really ugly. All right. Something yeah. Happens. And clearly, I think the shining moment of any of the amazing Spider Man movies <coughs> is Andrew Garfield's acting. He is so great. I thought he was going to say abs there for yeah, a second. Yeah, his abs. <laughs> no, Tom Holland, did you see those abs? Yeah, they, abs. they like showing that off. Uh, Andrew Garfield, he has a natural insecurity about him, anyways, so it works. And he's never once cringeworthy. Like even Tobey Maguire was. Oh my gosh,
0: he's British too, isn't he? Yes. Man, what's with this? Toby
1: wasn't.
2: Toby it's is American. Two out of three Spider-Men are British. I know. Yeah. The crap. The redcoats are coming. Don't get them started on Superman. Joel? Okay, so we're going to kind of agree, but not quite. I put Holland last as well because okay. he does that one note well. Yes. But he didn't really show a range. There was no... I mean, he was yeah, sad was a, at I one think, point. I but think as he grows as an actor, he will in upcoming movies. I mean, you look at the... Uh, what's it called? The Impossible? The Impossible. Yeah. And he did great in that. He yeah, made, made He's even okay there. in Lost City of Z, which I came out earlier really this year. Yeah. But I, I give him the least one because I think he had the least range. I'm going to give my second one to actually to Garfield. Okay. Because I think he Is got... Is it so, close? He got least? He got, yeah. Because he got second place because he had those emotional moments but I'm giving my number one to Tobey Maguire only because we saw the range. Okay. Garfield. Uh, I think we're talking about a cat. Andrew Garfield. Lasagna. He had the really sad scene when Gwen Stacy <gasps> died. Uh, spoiler alert for Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. And that was good. Were they on a break? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's usually what I do. Yeah. You insensitive jerk. Uh, to me, not to Gwen Stacy. Right. <laughs> uh, but I feel like he only had the two notes where it was like he was either qui- quipping or crying. Whereas I feel Tobey Maguire, we saw rage. We saw happy. We saw anger. We saw very poor sadness. I, we saw his pores. We saw emo. He's very memeable. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, saw, emo. we saw his dancing. But I think he, he did the best acting because I think... <laughs> you can see a lot more when there's three movies too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think that Andrew Garfield, to his credit... Seeing him when one movie to another, you can see he's, he's probably the better actor. Yes. But in, in the Spider Man universe, in just looking at those movies, I think Tobey Maguire had the better range. It's
1: going to sound like I'm giving a lot of credit to the Amazing Spider Man movies, even though there's one good one. Kent was actually
2: married to the Amazing Spider Man movies. For I know. A while. Isn't that weird? He got great.
1: annulled after the second one after Sony canceled it. I do think Andrew Garfield is like the best actor, given probably the worst
2: material. And kind so of I, like Pierce Brosnan in James yes, Bond. Exactly. One of the best bonds, some I of think the worst. Andrew movies. Garfield was yeah. born to play Spider Man. That's fair actually. Yeah. Well, I feel bad too, because I read I read the interview with him after they basically said, you know, you're not Spider Man anymore. Yeah. And he was very open and somewhat vulgar about how he felt. Yeah, he, he kind of hated the studio
1: systems after that. Yeah. But you should have seen him. His first Comic-Con when they announced him as Spider-Man. That was wonderful. He was dressed up as Spider-Man the audience, asked a question at this panel, and then basically unveiled himself. And, and he
2: said, thank you so much for letting me be the Spider-Man. And he had the right, passion Right, something he for wanted it. to be since he was a kid. And it was just snatched away with The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Which wasn't that bad. It, it can, wasn't. Can I go actually. into that just do, real do quick? Do we want to defend that? This it wasn't movie that, that good said, good No, no, no. Not the movie. I'm saying it didn't do that bad. I mean, okay, just to look at it. Oh, you mean so, money-wise? Money-wise and Rotten Tomatoes-wise. Okay. So Amazing Spider-Man 2, it made $708 million. That's good. That's really very good. good. But it is the only rotten Spider-Man movie out of the six, seven we have here. Because I have Captain America, I'll just go in order here. It Captain America seven hundred million. Why would it be tossed? And it only got a fifty-three percent, which That's is rotten, right. but not that rotten. It's not. Yeah. I, I don't mean to say this is a it's man of camp. steel. It's not, it's not Batman v Superman rotten, where it's where it's like the score is so low, people are shocked, right? Because it's middle of the road, yeah. yeah, and yet it got canceled. If this and Spider Man Three, here, I might say is worse but it got a 63%. It, it's still fresh. It is a bit
1: crazy. Spider-Man
2: 3 and is the worst movie. 890 million. It is the highest grossing standalone Spider movie. Standalone meaning Civil War is 1.1 billion, but Spider Spider-Man 3. And yet Spider-Man 3 killed the franchise. Here's
1: here's what they got. Here's what worried them is even before they finished Spider-Man or The Amazing Spider-Man 2, they had already set a date for The Amazing Spider-Man 3 and The Sinister Six and a Venom movie and a Black Cat movie. And so when people start coming out saying, whoa, 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 this is bad. This is really bad. Sony freaked out and canceled everything. And they but it said it seems so weird. That's crazy. Because it wasn't. That bad. Also, remember Sony was having some issues with hackers at this time. Oh, that's right. And so a lot of stuff was going around, and you know there was a lot of bad, really bad blood between Sony to Andrew Garfield, and then Uh he kind of just walked
2: away from the whole thing. So Andrew Garfield walked away. He had to. I mean he he was fired, but you know. Well, in in Spider Man three, actually they had Sam Raimi, the director of Spider Man of all the the original three Spider Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man I. But he he we was going to make this. number four, and he actually he hates number three. He, even though he directed it, he's very much yes. not happy with it. But he said he had four kind of in mind what he wanted to do, and him in the studio just could not see eye to eye. So after, oh, I don't know, Spider-Man 3 came out in 2007. Seven. Does he make movies 2000- anymore? I haven't seen anything from him. Not many. Yeah. He's attached to something.
1: But yeah, he doesn't really he doesn't really work on movies anymore. But then
2: in 2011, after back and forth, back and forth, they finally said, "Forget it, we're going with this other one."
1: You know what's uh, funny is Spider Man Three was meant to have the Vulture and played by John Malkovich, which is John Malkovich. kind of perfect, right? Yeah, that does. Yeah. And then uh, Black Cat was going to be played by Anne Hathaway, which is a weird choice, but she did play Catwoman eventually. She did. And so he re- he loves the classic villains, and then Sony's like, "Nope, we love 90s villains. Put in Venom. Venom needs to be in Spider Man Three and to clutter up that movie."
2: Uh, Venom was better than the Sandman storyline. I think if Sandman was given time, it would have been a better plot. No. And see, I don't like how they retrofit uh, Uncle Ben's story in Spider-Man 3. Oh, that was so dumb. How it's like, oh, no, it wasn't the guy you originally thought killed Uncle Ben. It's this other guy. He really killed him. And it was an accident. And I'm like, no, no. That really bothered me. I was really excited to watch that one again to give another chance. And I was like, oh,
1: man, it really isn't good. Yeah.
2: Dang it. And, And full confession. I watched Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, and The Amazing Spider-Man. That's as much as I had time oh, for okay. this past week. So you didn't watch the bad ones. So I didn't watch the bad ones yet, but I do plan on going back and watching them. Be- I read up on them on Wikipedia, yeah. and I, w- I remember reading that and being like, oh, that's right. I hated that yeah. part. I
1: spent the past week watching all of them,
2: and I then s- pre-
0: previous I watched The Homecoming. So. Uh, how's your dating life? Uh, yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> Pretty good. Okay, good. Sam Raimi's working on a movie called World War III.
2: Okay. Z or Three. Three. Okay. Yeah, but he okay. hasn't done anything but shorts. Sure. Well, we kind of went off In the rails next here. category. Jacob, bring, bring, bring it's us fun back facts. to the rails. Fun yeah. Facts by Bacon's
0: All right, next category is Best Female Lead. The Unforgettable Liz. Well, that's what <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> the Unforgettable Liz. I was going to ask a question about that because yeah.
2: my number three was the Holland franchise, and I didn't know if Zendaya was the one I was supposed to be talking about or if I was supposed to be talking about um, Liz. I can't remember the actress's name. It's Laura Harrier. Laura Harrier. That's right. I have it right there. Ken's obsessed. Uh, <laughs> I, guys, I do this. This is the walking IMDb over here. I know. I had, I had it on here. but it's, Oh, there it is right above that. Well, my bad. But I feel like she was so the biggest because, picture because too? I, I, I don't know who Zendaya is. I've never seen whatever show she's associated with. So I spent most of uh, Spider-Man Homecoming thinking that the, the love interest was Zendaya. And it wasn't until midway through I went, no, wait, that's Zendaya, the, the rebel girl. And so, so, who's Zendaya? Tell us about the, Zendaya. The ugly up nerd.
0: In no, this no, no. I mean, like, what is that as a, you know, she's, as a pop culture comic I think book she's
2: reference. like No, no, that's the actress's name. But
0: oh, that's just her name? She yeah. plays a character oh. named Michelle. I Michelle thought, th- and Liz, I guess.
2: But they're number yeah. three. I are you, z- you going to agree z- with me on number three then? Oh, absolutely. Actually, I think we're going to agree on this because my number two is, is Dunst. Which is too Kirsten, bad because I'm actually,
1: I'm a fan of Kirsten Dunst, Urgh.
2: but I think she is weakest in the Spider Man series because she's so dang mopey. Well, and all she really does is scream. She does have some good moments, but mostly all she's there for I like is I liked her in screaming. Spider-Man 1 quite a bit, In fact, actually. they recycled her screams. I think... Oh, I can't remember if it was 1 to 2 or 2 to 3. But they basically took her screams <laughs> from the previous movie and just kind of dubbed them in for the next movie because she just screams. Right. But she does have some good moments with Spider-Man. And her number one is obviously... Emma Stone. Emma Stone. We, love her, we yeah. love her in La La Land. Kent likes Amazing I mean Spider-Man, Spider-Man for something. Spider-Man. Yes, <laughs> Spider-Man. Yes,
1: Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, no. I really like Amazing
2: Spider-Man. No, uh, oh, I didn't mean Kent. I meant Joel. Yes. Just yep. because... Uh, like Kent said, Kirsten Dunst didn't have a lot to do except for mope and be mad at yeah, Peter Parker and be the damsel in distress, right? And kiss him upside down. Emma Stone, Which I is like. Pretty cool. I <laughs> like her in her. I like her as an actress, but I also like her in this role because she's able to be this foil to Peter Parker. Like when he first sneaks into Oscorp, and she kind of like yeah notices him there. Yeah, like like notices not him like, to be yeah, there. And kind of, but she lets him have a pass until he screws up. and then she's like, Yeah, give me your badge. You're out yeah. of here. And I like that. I like Emma
1: Stone. Kent, I love Emma Stone. Same. I would like to. <laughs> Emma, Emma Stone, if you're out there. If you're listening, I can
0: give you a non-creeper, non I think Jim Carrey guarantee. tried that once on YouTube, and it didn't really work out. No. Yeah. No. Gross. Best moral crisis. This Who had one, that one? I'm in right now. <laughs>
1: I went with this side. one. This is my moral crisis. I, I went with the taglines or his code. In each movie for the moral crisis on this one, and kind of how it just kind of laid out the series or there for each franchise as a whole. I think the weakest one is Tom Holland's, and basically the line from Tony Stark is, If you're nothing without the suit, then you shouldn't have it.
0: And I was like, Okay, it's a good line, and in it, but that's the whole emotional
1: line. Depth. You shouldn't have it, it's like, not, yeah, it's not it a comes good. together in the end, I will say, yeah, it mm-hmm. does, it works and fine enough, but there's there is nothing really there, there's, there's really no emotional moments, there's no weight there. I will say, Garfield has a bar he's second place with the borrowed line that they try to mix it up (laughs) where they can't quite say the same line so martin sheen rambles for a really long time and martin sheen does a fine job as uncle ben but he says if you could do good things for other people you have a moral obligation to do those things and then he says this is this is the borrow not choice responsibility there it is not choice responsibility and you're like come on just say the line yeah and then number one is toby Maguire's the classic comic book line with great power comes great responsibility, and that is true one through three. Even three, with all of its flaws, you still see that responsibility come through for Peter Parker.
2: I was going to say though, Ken, I didn't quite go the same.
0: He's you not know, thinking the moral crisis like that. He's like, yeah, I did moral but crisis like as an internal code.
2: Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, and that, that's like, that'd be moral moral code for me. Whereas I went with moral crisis, like mm-hmm. thing that drove them, like a dilemma essentially, moral right. dilemma. And I think that I gave number three to Holland because like you said, his moral dilemma was essentially, I want to be an Avenger. I want to play with the big boys, but I'm not quite ready, but I want to, which I get. I get the little brother syndrome. It's, it's, you know, understandable. Yeah. It's relatable. Uh, my number two went to Garfield because I feel like his, he never really seemed to struggle morally his, with being Spider-Man. His thing is he
1: felt guilty. Like once again, borrowed. He wanted to get revenge on the guy that killed his uncle. With
2: the star tattoo. Yeah. Yes. And I do like that as kind of his first motivation. And it's not until he saves the people in the fire that he realizes, oh, I can be a hero. Yeah, exactly. And that was fine. But actually, my number one is uh, Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man 2 with the I can't do it all dilemma. Okay. I love that. And that's one of my most relatable moments in the entire Spider-Man franchise is when he's like school, work, girl, being a hero. Like, I can't juggle all these things. Something's got to give. And he drops the girl. He drops the girl and he drops Kind of like in an amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. <laughs> Oh. No, he, no, he grabbed onto her real quick. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, Spider Man Two that moral dilemma I think that hit all the right notes, and it's one of the reasons well, I think that Spider Man is the highest rated. Spider Man Two is the highest rated on Rotten Tomatoes with a ninety four percent. And the wow. fact
1: that in Spider Man Two he lost his powers because he kind of lost that drive. He yeah. he could no longer he no longer felt he was the hero, and so his powers were just kind of whisked away. Yeah
2: magically and then kind of came back when you realized he could do it which is total comic book like right. that's textbook right. comic book kind of stuff where it's like your powers can come and go depending if you believe in yourself or mm-hmm. not but it works yes so yeah there's mine okay all right next category is best costume this is a good one who wore it best boys so my number three is is Andrew Garfield I feel like his suit was a mess. Did you guys even pay attention to this? Yes, I did. I did. I almost brought pictures for you, actually. Well, I I, I have to sew each one when I see it on screen, and so I I was a little harder with that one. No, but I thought Andrew Garfield's looked like he was wearing a basketball, and I didn't like the colors. It was based off the Spalding basketball. It was, and I I didn't like the look of it. I didn't like the colors. I thought they were all kind of weird. They didn't quite fit, and the elongated spider, yeah, it looks cool, spray-painted on the side of a wall and on a Hot Topic T-shirt. But I like the uh, concise Spider-Man logo on the chest. So you like Holland? Holland's my number two. And it's because I like that he didn't make his suit. This sounds weird. I know. But with Peter Parker, the problem I have with a lot of superheroes is they give him every power. It's like, oh, he's super smart. Oh, he's, he's he an engineer. He's a science. He can knit. He yes. can. It's like he has everything. So I kind of like that in Spider-Man Homecoming, they said, no, Tony Stark made the suit. You have your sweats, but then we have, which the sweats were totally believable. Mm-hmm. And, but then Tony Stark comes in and says, let me give you this enhanced suit. I like how it kind of, you know, contracts to his body. Yeah. I yeah, that was a cool little touch. And uh, the tech stuff, okay. But my number one goes to Tobey Maguire and the original Spider-Man suit because. It's original. It, it was original. And granted, he did make it himself. And there's the whole, you know, him sketching it out and sewing it scene, stuff like that, which is yeah. a little corny. But man, when he appeared as Spider-Man, I looked at it and thought, that is Spider-Man. That is what I imagined Spider-Man to be. And as he went on, even with the Venom suit, I think it... Uh, the Venom suit was cool. Uh, the black suit Spider-Man suit. Black, black suit Spider-Man suit, Spider- cool. yes, I should say. That was cool. And so that's my number one is uh, Tobey Maguire in the original Spider-Man franchise. All right. I think the weakest one is the one that Spider-Man didn't actually make. Yes, it's
1: silly in each of those first series that he's making his own costume. It, it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> but I actually hate that Tony Stark made the Spider-Man suit because... It doesn't give any character to Peter Parker or earning his own right to be a superhero or earning a sewing merit badge or you eat that. But the fact that, that there's a drone there, there's a Jarvis in his head. I, I honestly the eyes thing really kind of bugs me. I know it's a Steve Ditko design and that's fine for nerds, but
2: it, it's a little too motorized. I didn't know. I, I was going to say in Homecoming, it was kind of weird how when he went back, uh, spoiler alert for, no, like, yes, that his goggles moved anyways. yeah, his, well, It's not a spoiler because, yeah, his yes. original suit, his goggles moved. And I thought, I thought that it's, was only Tony Stark's suit. Yeah, I noticed it's that too. Like, What's like like with that? Movie. Just movie. They're
1: like, climax of the movie. Let's just end this. Wibbly wobbly. timey wimey. Exactly. Because that gives him character. I thought the suit looks very cartoonish. And so I think it's easily the weakest one. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> How dare a cartoon look cartoonish? No, wait, well, it's, it's, a it will How dare it come in a movie? Look cartoonish. I know, I'd but... Give I give some realism. I mean, it really looked like bad CG that hadn't been rendered. You think so? Yes. I liked it. For me, I think, and I hate to say this, Tobey Maguire's the second place. Second place? I love the oh, classic God. look. I love the black suit look. He's going to give but it to Garfield again. Andrew Garfield loves Garfield. has the sleekest the look, and it looks awesome awesome i like, can't
2: right, wait hold on do that again like <laughs> <girl>. you mean <laughs> there it is no, no I mean, he's, he's doing the garfield growl it's a different <laughs> one lasagna <laughs> but i think andrew garfield i thought we we're gonna get through a whole
1: show and not make a garfield joke <laughs> yeah hey, we've Jen, jerry, jerry mcguire show me the money show
2: me. we just man, need one for holland think, oh no
1: we have one for holland the country yeah andrew garfield Best Spider-Man poses in the best Spider-Man suit. It is the sleekest looking Spider-Man suit. And he can actually pull off kind of looking like a spider because he's pretty lanky as well. And it just looks the coolest.
2: Like a basketball.
0: I want to see one of them actually become a spider. A giant terrifying spider. That happens in the comic books. That actually happens in Lost in Space. Um, Yeah, so best costume for me, Andrew Garfield. All right. Next category is best use of origin or best origin.
1: Uh, This one's not super fair because Holland gets third place again. Tony Stark created him. That said, I think we can all appreciate... From Tony Stark's womb. (laughs) (laughs) So I think we can all appreciate that there is no Uncle Ben story here, right? Yeah. But there's also no origin, and he's a freshman in high school, so when exactly did the spider bite happen and how? Yeah. That's what we don't see. But I love the fact that it's continuation, so points for that. That it's just kind of a... It's a superhero story, a second act of a superhero story, basically. Mm -hmm. But... Still Tony Stark creates him, so I think that's a pretty terrible origin that he he's just create like him. He gave he, him a suit. He, he, he gave him a them. suit and a like a month after he gets his powers, however that happened, Tony Stark's like, hey, here, come come join me and fight these guys where you might die. And here's a suit
0: you can keep. That's his origin. They threw in a line in the movie about that too. You notice that? He's like, Well, I I took on Captain America. He's like, Yeah, if he wanted to level you, he would have. Yeah. We're like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh for me, uh, Garfield once again, much like the code.
1: It's a borrowed story. It's a borrowed origin. It's very complicated, but they tried. They tried something. It just didn't work. And they borrowed it from the ultimate Spider-Man comic books where uh, his parents were spies who were killed. And it was more designed that Peter would end up being Spider-Man. Even from when he was a child, they knew he'd be tested on. And that was kind of the point. Mm -hmm. It didn't work for the movies, but Mm -hmm. it, it is pretty good actually in the comic books. But they did try something. And obviously the best is Tobey Maguire because it's the classic yeah. origin with everything in between, getting bullied, him being an actual nerd.
2: It's easily the best. Joel? We're going to agree on the number one because I think the Tobey Maguire story is the story to beat. I think Cliff Robertson is Uncle Ben and that whole, I mean, that really is, it's a punch in the gut scene it when it's like, oh, he let him go and he ended up killing it's him. It's a uncle. shot to the gut. Definitely. hey. Not. Uh, but I think, and, and then e- even just the scene in the car with uncle Ben trying to talk to him and then he gets yeah. mad at him and says, you know, he says, I know you're not your father. He's like, then stop trying. And the way he kind of just gets uh. hurt. I'm like, ow. Okay. Toby McGuire does do a great job acting in that movie. But, uh, I, but I'm going to disagree with you in the fact that I put Garfield at the bottom because I don't like the conspiracy stuff. And especially since it wasn't, it didn't get to be developed more. You know, what's funny is In the,
1: there's so many deleted scenes in the first Amazing Spider Man. Mm -hmm. They created like all, like many, many scenes based on the conspiracy with his parents. They left that on the editing room floor. Yep. And then in Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man 2, they're like, yeah, let's throw that in. Yeah. And they threw it all in the second
2: movie. And it just doesn't work for me. The whole backstory of uh, uh, Richard Parker and Martha, probably. Um, (laughs) Richard Parker Jr.? (laughs) If it's Martha, then they the Trinity Mary or something like that. Yes. But uh, I didn't like that they made them into like, more than just his parents. You know, it was like, oh, they had so much more to do in oscorp and everything, and then didn't happen. I gave Holland the number two only because the best use of origin is the one we don't have to see again and again and again. Okay. Because hmm. it's like, that's fair. The best let's use. jump right into yeah, it. That's yeah, that's interesting. So yeah. it's like, hey, we make a passing reference to so he got bit by a spider. Moving on. Did they say that even? Yeah, he does. He says, okay. So you got bit by a spider? Can I get bit by a spider? Like his buddy when he's asking him about it. Okay. And then number one, I gave to McGuire. So. Yes. All right.
0: All right. Next category is best display of powers. So the visual display of powers.
2: Okay. I gave number three to Holland because I really? feel like his spider sense was lacking. Well, there was none. Yeah. It was like, does he have it? Does he not? You know, how strong is he? Like he was even slipping as he was climbing up stuff. And I'm like, how good are his climbing abilities? Um, and then. Why I does gave- it take him 10 minutes to climb up the Washington Monument? Hey, that's a very tall building. Yeah. How long did it take you, Jacob? To climb it? Yeah. A lot less. <laughs> uh, Good answer. <laughs> uh, my number two was Garfield. I feel I really like the, the POV stuff. Yes, it's obviously meant for 3D kind yeah. of a, an audience, but I like that POV, like feeling like I'm Spider-Man climbing along. That was a lot of fun. And then number one is is McGuire. Like when I watched Spider-Man for the first time and seeing him just swing through New York. It really felt like reality to me. Especially at the end of the first two movies where they end with yeah. Spidey swinging triumphantly. With the triumphantly camera the flying city, around and they land awesome. on a flagpole. I love it. Yes. And and coming from, you know, I watched the cartoon a ton as a kid. And I also watched the live action one and the live action one. Wait, the like, 60s one? Which one yeah. is that? Yeah, it's like the 60s, the 70s the one. Scene. No, it's the 70s one where it's okay. like, it looks like Spider-Man, but he shoots like ropes. Yeah, <laughs> But then when he climbs up the walls and it's like he's obviously being pulled up and just moving his arms up and down. It looks really cheesy. So from going from that and the cartoon to all of a sudden seeing a real life person swing through, I thought that that is the Spider-Man I wanted. Two thousand two, for me, Holland is the worst.
1: I'm gonna, I'm going to agree with you there. He basically has extra strong webs and different kinds of webs. Yep. Uh, based on the the. Tech Although the that webs he has. aren't really his power, they're not. But it is him shooting it because he doesn't really do much else. He does this little backflip and uses a web to go through the Washington Monument. Yep. That's all I really cared to see. There wasn't much else except for he could. He was really strong with the web. Yeah. But that was it. Easily the weakest one. The second one for me is Maguire. I did love seeing this for the first time. It's like kind of seeing Superman fly for the first time. You're like, mm-hmm. that's really cool. The Spidey sense was great. He's going to give another one, number one to Garfield. I am. <laughs> I, I did love the triumphant web sling, but Garfield for me, I love the first person's perspective. I remember seeing the trailer for the first time. like, that's tacky. But when you see it on the big screen, I'm like... I'm Spider-Man. Like, this is how I want to feel. Yeah, but you were wearing the outfit at the time, so it made it (laughs) a lot easier. And I was jumping over seats at the same time. Go, Spidey, go! (laughs) But I love being in the, like, seeing the hand of Spidey pull towards a building, and you were flying with him. For me, that was great. The, just the web-slinging fun. Oh, or him going on the cranes and stuff. And Spidey Sense is in the movie as
2: well. Although his Spidey Sense, I didn't think it was as fun as Maguire's. No. Well, I mean, Maguire has because the Ramey effect. Well, though, like, with it. Yeah, like the, the fight scene when he's like, when he when Flash punches past him, he like looks at his it's arm. It's great. That's a great moment. Yeah. And then I just watched The Amazing Spider-Man, and, and all he really does with the Spidey Sense is to grab the fly. And be like, watch out! And grab a fly. And it's like, oh, I have Spidey Sense. But there's no like... Visual representation. I think because we've seen that before. They borrowed so much else that we didn't
1: need to see the slow motion because that had kind of been done. I kind of like that, though.
0: Next category is best Aunt May.
2: They're going to say Ant Man. And who's the None best of Aunt Man? man. Uh, Garfield has the worst Aunt
1: May on this one. It's just Sally Field. You're giving
2: Gal- Garfield a third place? I'm giving finally? him a third place finally. She's just giving Sally Field well, a third it's, place. Yeah, it's not him. Yeah. Yeah. Sally
1: Field is just play Sally Field. Concerned Sally
2: Field. She's not good. She's really passive. She's my number three. <laughs> that team. would be a okay. great t-shirt, wouldn't it? Concerned <laughs> Sally Field. Yeah. <laughs> it was just her from the movie. Well, and uh. she didn't really like being in the movie or like the movie. And that kind of like. You can well, tell. She's just sleepwalking through the whole she thing. She said, like they said, "Is this do, do you like the movie? She's like, no, nah, it's not really my cup of tea. And then she said, "She, I didn't have much range as Aunt May. There's not much I could do with the character. And like, she was just kind of complaining about Even it.
1: Even though there is, if you'd seen Spider-Man one through three, you would see that there is range that you could give. Yep. Which is why, well, so Holland gets a second place because, well, it's Marissa Tomei. Not much is known about her character. They don't even reference that what happened to Ben. They, they just kind of give this passing little remark. Mm-hmm. And then she basically wears glasses to cover up how hot she is
2: in real life. Except for she's not because they keep commenting on the movie how hot she is. Yeah, like this Buddy and but the they try to obscure her at the same time visually.
1: And then um, Jerry Maguire's or <laughs> you again. Toby Maguire. Can we time? just say Jerry
0: Maguire, yes. Garfield and Holland? <laughs> yeah. right So
1: Rosemary Harris from Spider-Man one through three. Yes. She becomes the Uncle Ben character and is actually a stronger character. She encourages Peter to fulfill his potential much like Uncle Ben did. She plays that role perfectly. And she's got
2: great upper body strength. Does she? Don't what? you remember in Spider Man Two? Oh, in the S. Yes. When Doc Ock flings her up in the air and she grabs onto a ledge with an <laughs> umbrella and then holds on. It was to like it. Nathan Drake style. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. And then she holds there, and I think she ends up like even swinging off or something like that. No, she's about but, to slip. Is what it is. There's but. a great scene in Spider Man Two when he
1: he finally tells her, "Look." Oh, what happened, to Uncle Ben? is my fault, and, and I blame myself. Her. And she just gets up and walks away, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Well, the way she does it, it's not like she's like overacting either. She's yeah. like that felt so real.
2: It, and it breaks her heart, and she almost can't even say anything because oh, and I, sure, I, I'm, I'm commenting because I'm agreeing with you completely on this one. Number three okay. is Sally Field. Number two is Mr. Tomei, and number one is Rosemary Harris. Yes, and but Rosemary Harris does have her weakest scene is the Green Goblin scene <laughs> when, when he makes when her he breaks pray. through the wall. Yeah, yeah, it's not good, and that was they shouldn't have made her do that. No, that was dumb. But okay, there you go. Best at me. All right, what's the
0: cheesiest moment?
2: I actually had uh, the grabbing onto the umbrella as a runner-up here because that's uh, seeing an old older woman fly up through the air and then manage to grab onto a ledge with the umbrella was a little like okay. But if Ken and I Mary both Poppin style. If Ken and I both don't agree on cheesiest moment, we're gonna have issues. Okay, because the cheesiest moment is obviously Goth Peter Parker. When he dances, when he, when he dances in the street, when he dances in the club, when he plays the piano or the ho- trumpet or whatever he plays, what does he play? He plays the piano. Yeah. When he goes evil and becomes evil Peter Parker, mm-hmm. it is so horribly cheesy. Dig it's down hard to this.
1: Watch. Oh, yeah. Oh. Actually, when he was doing the walk and pointing at girls in the street, I was, because what it does is it gives a little throwback to Spider-Man 2 when it's raindrops keep falling on my head. Yes. And he's waving at people. And I'm like. Oh, I like this. I like that he's like this emo guy, even though Toby Maguire can never really pull that off. No. I'm like, that's funny. And then he starts dancing. The swing dancing thing. It's atrocious. It felt to me. It's worse than anything Electro does in Amazing (laughs) Spider-Man 2.
0: That's true. Are you going to agree it's the cheesiest moment? It's the cheesiest moment for sure. Up top. All right. Who had the best chemistry teacher? Yes. Best chemistry I want to know about your chemistry teachers. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's going to be the rest of this episode. Uh, once again, there's there's uh, Tom Holland and Laura Harrier. She's about a foot taller than him, and he looks kind of awkward in every scene, but not because he's trying to be an awkward Peter Parker, just because he's kind of an awkward actor in this one. So they have the worst for me, McGuire and Dunst. I know there's something there. I saw it in the first movie. They really try for it in the second but it's only second place. It's easily the two best actors in the entire franchise of Spider-Man. Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great, too. That would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm I mean, gonna, Andrew Garfield is basically Ryan Gosling.
2: I'm going to agree with you, James, oh. only because I, I agree I agree with you that the first Spider-Man movie, there was something between was. Tim McGuire and Kirsten Dunst. And the second one, it wasn't there. Because they almost force him not to be together like that is his character. Yeah. And it's almost like they lose something there between the two actors. But at the same time, I love it at the end of two when he finally, when she finally says, hey, let, me, let me make the decision. Then when she says, Tiger, yeah. which if you don't know, that's in the comics. It's what she calls him. So when she called him that, I actually did kind of give a little cheer. Yay. Um, but yeah. And I, I think I gave Do the, that again. cheer, Yay. <laughs> I gave the number one spot to Garfield and Stone only because their chemistry was real. For me, if you had taken the Green Goblin's son out of
1: Amazing Spider-Man 2, if you taken Electro out of Amazing Spider-Man 2, and it was just a love story about Gwen Stacy possibly going to England, that would have been a great movie for me. It would not have been a superhero movie, but those two are so great together in any movie. It's true. It could have They broke up. I would have loved a simple, simple movie. Can't they broke up. What? Yeah. They're no longer together. So I can get married to Emma Stone. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) So you're saying there's There's a chance. (laughs) (laughs) But I would love to see the dumb and dumber on bacon sale. I think they carry the movie and they make a pretty dismal performance by an actor like Jamie Foxx and make it a somewhat watchable movie. True.
2: Their their banter is probably the best parts of those movies. All
0: right. Trailing on that. Best character who is not Spider-Man. Joel, I think we should agree on
1: this one. I really hope we do. Go for it. It's J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. Yes.
2: In the yes, entire man. series. He's better than Spider Man. He chews the scenery and spits it out and then chews it again. The guy <laughs> loves his role. He is so good that
1: even in the Amazing Spider Man movies, and I bet he's even rumored to be in the upcoming Spider Man series,
2: they wanted to use him in every yeah. one of these franchises. Because they said we couldn't replace him. They said we, no. we can't get another. Uh, what I just blanked on his name. J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Yes. Okay. Oh, It's because it's J. Jonah Jameson. Give me photos of Spider-Man. He's a menace. It's Um, so good. And I love how they do the whole, the scenes too, just how uh, Sam Raimi's brother, I can't remember his name either. Yeah, Ted. Ted Raimi. Yes. How he just pops into scenes all the time and they actually make a running joke of it where he just kind of appears like he's been standing in the corner the whole time. Hmm. And it's hilarious. But J. Jonah Jameson is my number one pick as well. I thought he was great. I did give honorable mention to Bruce Campbell. I like his character. So good. How it like he plays a different role in, in, each, in each movie, he's a different role, but he's always like this foil for Peter Parker. And I did give an honorable mention to Ned from Spider Man Homecoming. Ned, as a oh, newcomer, yeah, right, and right, yeah. As a newcomer, I thought, all right, kid, way to go. I kind of like
1: George Stacy. What's, um, oh, Dennis Leary. I like Dennis Leary in Amazing Spider Man One. I don't like
2: Ghost Dennis Leary. But I do,
1: I think he's actually a decent actor in the first Amazing Spider-Man.
2: Well, and that was actually a good moral dilemma. Uh, talking about that from before, right. how uh, Dennis Leary on his deathbed says, don't date my daughter. Right, because whoever you he, date ends up dead or whoever you're close to ends up dead. Yeah, and, but then he obeys that for like, you know, 20 minutes. No, and, not even that, like 10 minutes. And look what happened no, to uh, Gwen Stacy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Who'd win in a fight?
2: Between the three Spider-Men? Between
0: the three Spider-Mans. Who was going to win?
2: Well, okay. My number three is Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Because he's too busy talking to Emma Stone. Because he's basically (laughs) a punching bag. When you look at the Spider-Man movies, his main purpose is he gets beat up. Like he comes home bruised and bloodied every day. And I don't think he's as good of a fighter. I'm going to give number two to Holland because I feel like he would be able to use his suit, like the taser webs and stuff like that. He's got a fancy suit. And he'd be able to get the upper hand. But... I think number one who would win would be Tobey Maguire because he actually killed a dude. Unlike <laughs> all these other guys. <laughs> if you recall, in Spider-Man one. He killed a dude. He cold hearted shoves that uh, the criminal out the window that killed uh, Uncle Ben. Yeah. And kills him. None of the other Spider-Men had the guts to do that. And so I think Tobey, Mag- Tobey Maguire has. You the, may have changed my mind on this one because I went Garfield is
1: that he's third place because he has a quick wit, But that's pretty much it. Uh, Maguire, I gave second place only without the black suit because with the black suit, he'd be unstoppable. Yeah. But he's a good fighter, but I think Holland with all of the gadgets, the gadgets, yeah. I think the gadgets would save him, even though he's probably not a, a seasoned fight, a fighter or a straight up killer like <laughs> Tobey Maguire. But I think the gadgets from Tony Stark would help him win because there's so many different varieties of web. After
0: one more sequel, I think that would probably be an easier case to make, too. Yeah. Like after the next movie. Right. But, Is he going to kill a dude? He'll probably kill the dude.
1: I hope he kills Happy <laughs> Hogan. Oh, I don't, I don't need know, to I'll see him like for
0: 40 minutes in a movie he, again. He webs his face, suffocates him. Co-starring <laughs> the
1: director of Jungle Book.
0: Yeah, Iron Man, the uh, director of Iron and Man. And You have him to thank for all this Marvel nonsense. Maybe that's, why, really you, that's do. why you want him to die. That's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which one had the best
2: humor? And we kind of got into this before, Kent. So we don't have to go too much into it, right?
1: Nope. Uh, for me, it's it's Garfield. There's a lot of accidental fights, and that's kind of where the humor comes from. McGuire has second place. Spider-Man 2 is full of lighthearted whimsy, and it's it's a perfectly paced movie. And it's just fun, but the best humor is... Tom Holland's uh, Spider-Man Homecoming
2: you gave Tom Holland one and Garfield number three
1: yeah I did it on the other one too
2: with fighting uh, who'd win in a fight oh it's true No, yeah. and, uh, and he's I, mixed it up a little I put the same on this I put Garfield as as I like the ba- there's some banter there like I said Emma Stone and and uh, and Andrew Garfield I think they have a good banter mm-hmm. but yeah not as funny Ger- the, Jeremy Cork gosh <laughs> <laughs> Just own it now. Just no. do it. Just do it on purpose. <laughs> Tobey Maguire. I think that they have a lot of the comic book kind of cheesy humor, which yeah. is fun. But uh, I laughed more in Spider-Man Homecoming than I did in any of the other movies. So we agree.
0: All right. Next category is, and this is kind of a double one. We're going to do the best
2: Peter Parker and then the best Spider-Man. Bum, bum, bum. Okay. So I don't think we're going to agree on a lot of these. We Let's go not. Peter Parker. Because I gave my number three to on um, Peter Parker to Andrew Garfield. You hate Andrew Garfield? I don't hate Andrew Garfield. I but how many it, times have you seen those movies? Like twice, yeah, maybe two or three times, maybe. Okay, but watching those in a row, where I watched Spider Man one, Spider Man two in one day, and then the next day I watched Amazing Spider Man, and the contrast was just amazing about how boring the Garfield movies really were. Can somebody say dark and gritty? I say boring, just for the record. I right? wouldn't say dark and gritty. At all. Since yeah. you're doing the scenography over there. Um, but I gave three to Garfield because he wasn't a nerd. He wasn't the Peter Parker I wanted. He was, you know, this cool skater kid that, you know, was just kind of just misunderstood and his tousled up hair and all that. He wasn't a nerd who tousled hair. Yeah. Uh, I actually gave number two to Tobey Maguire because he felt like an adult wow. trying to play a high school kid. Unreal. And I gave the number one to, wow. uh, to Tom Holland just tonight because... I was really impressed with him as a kid. Like he felt like a kid who cared about homecoming, who cared about girls, who cared about his reputation. He does seem the youngest. I mean, yeah. Yeah. he felt he, like a kid. You're right. He does seem the youngest because he is the youngest. <laughs> yeah. That is a fact. But, and I, I, this went back and forth and it wasn't until I got here tonight to record that I finally flipped him. I, Cause I had, I had Tobey Maguire's number one, but it went to Tom Holland tonight. They could have named Tom Holland's character in the movie, John
1: Harrison. Uh, which is actually Khan's name in Star Trek, Into Darkness, because he could have been playing any character. To me, he was never once Peter Parker. He was young and experienced, with full of optimism, but that was basically it. They, he never felt like Peter Parker. May, mostly because maybe I've seen Peter Parker played twice and two times better. Mm. Uh, for me, Andrew Garfield gets the second best Peter Parker because he's not the nerd. It's kind of this new hipster kind of cool sort of vibe. That's what I can But once, what once was geeky actually makes you cool now, and this is true Everywhere, like what, geek isn't culture, geeky makes you stronger. <laughs> exactly, geek culture is actually kind of cool now. Being hipster, whereas like twenty years ago, that's what we like to believe. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, it's more
2: mainstream than cool. A cool it's boy just podcast, regular, right? Well, considering how many superhero movies there are these days, right? I think it's gone full mainstream. But I do yep. think because Garfield played two different roles, and I think you disagree
1: on this one between Peter Parker and Spider Man, it felt like two different characters. Whereas I think the mm-hmm. other two suffer or suffer with that. Maybe not. Maybe don't disagree. But I think McGuire. Toby Maguire is the archetype of high school nerd. And that's kind of what we know from the comic. So it is true to the comic. And so he
2: is the best Peter Parker. And I'm not going to disagree with you strongly on that because he was my number one. Right. And I may change my mind. I think Holland is new to you. It's kind of new and flashy. I just felt like he really point. did feel like a kid to me. Like he was I, a kid. I, know, I, know I mean, he's he, a little, that's a fact. He's a literal kid. Yeah. But I know that you're married to the fact that, well, he wasn't, you know, in high school the whole time and only 30 of the, 30 700 of the comics 700. that I own in my bedroom right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I felt like he was the most vulnerable and it didn't feel like an adult playing a kid. It felt like a kid who got these powers and didn't know what to do with, but he said he was 22 literally never changes yeah. his voice. And that's what I don't like about actually
1: Maguire and Holland. This leads right into the next category with best Spider-Man. They both never changed their voice. Does Andrew Garfield change changes slightly? Voice? He does. And he acts different. I don't think so. No, he does. I didn't get that vibe. I uh, remember that. Thank you. Thank you very much, Shake. Yeah. I just watched it yesterday. Cause I mean like, with Spider-Man? You need have, to work on your memory oh, then. then. I know. That is how <laughs> the villain in ho- Spider-Man Homecoming kind of catches on to the whole thing because it's like, oh, same exact voice. Kid has the same exact sort of height. Okay, I get it. So for me, the best Spider-Man is, well, the third best is Holland. He's having a blast. He turned 22 a month ago. So he's having a blast as Spider-Man, but he's still a blank slate. I think with sequels to come, he could be a way better Spider-Man. I just didn't feel the weight of the character. Tobey Maguire is the second best Spider-Man. Because you know why? I think he's great. But he always took the mask off. And this is why I have an issue with with comic book movies where they generally have a mask. Yeah. He is rarely ever wearing the mask. Unless it's Toby the CG. McGuire? Yes. What? In CG scenes where he's swinging, he's wearing the mask. But then he always takes it off or it gets burned off. Wow. I,
2: but I love the scene when his mask comes off with the train. Wait, we'll get into that. And it's it great. I know. I know. And then for me, Garfield, he made it look like a blast to be Spider-Man. Because of the pure athleticism of it and Swing through the city. I was just doing the math about uh, how old Toby McGuire was when he played Spider Man, I think. How was old was he? He was born in 1975. The movie was 2002. So that's 27. Whoa. No. Is it, really? Is it? No. Five? No. Yeah. 20, he was 27. He had to be 27. Right? 1975, to 2002. Someone do math. Yes. But he probably filmed in 2000. Yeah, probably. But still, he wow. was much older. Yeah, he was. Yep. Quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, Toby Maguire is kind of like Webster. Okay. So my best <laughs> Spider-Man, my number three is Garfield. Um, I, I don't think he really struck me. I mean, he looked like gangly, like a Spider-Man type thing, but he always felt too tall. And I don't know. He just didn't strike me as a good Spider-Man. Well, I should say good. He wasn't a great Spider-Man because I did enjoy that movie. It got like three stars. But then I got to give number two to Holland because he was the kid Spider-Man who was kind of inexperienced, didn't really know what he's doing, but trying to discover his powers. But the number one obviously is. Toby. Toby (laughs) (laughs) McGuire. Wow. I could not get it out. Uh, Toby McGuire. And I think that he. Oh, right. Jerry McGuire. He was Spider-Man enjoying being Spider-Man. You got to see it in every movie. Him enjoying being Spider-Man and being the quippy kind of Spider-Man that I've grown to love. So number one, we both agree no wire you no. see garfield because i actually think toby mcguire is the same character
1: in and out of costume andrew, andrew garfield was a different character in and out of oh, costume. that's right yeah yes
2: yeah I, I still didn't see that yeah i know i'll tell maybe i'll watch it again
0: Was the best villain mayhem
2: scene dun, dun, dun. okay and i just gave this is a one answer when we're not ranking these right uh i gave this one to the the scene when dr octopus awakens because man that has such an evil dead feeling to it it is so much fun so, for those of you who haven't seen it, Doctor Octopus, uh, well, Doctor Octavius, is laying on this table, and they're going to surgically remove the arms from his back. And when they start, the arms become sentient and start attacking them. And it feels like a horror movie, like they're being dragged across the floor with their fingernails scraping the floor up. They're being thrown around the room. It's all very quick cuts. I don't. There's not one grabs a chainsaw. Yeah, Nearly reminiscent of Evil Dead. Totally Evil Dead. I don't remember that. Oh, it's so yeah. much fun to watch, and yet surprisingly not bloody. Like, I remember it being a bloody scene, Yeah. but watching it again, I was like, wow, that was really not bloody, so I don't feel as bad scarring my kids with this. They were more scared of the lizard, honestly. But
1: I I actually completely agree with you. I think a close runner-up would be any scene with Willem Dafoe, because whether he's talking to himself in a mirror or when he first jumps out of that tube and he goes... (sighs) yeah <laughs> he does i'm like willem dafoe is just creepy he didn't he need is. the <laughs> power rangers costume
2: in that movie because he's willem <laughs> dafoe he is and i love that scene when he comes flying in and throws that first bomb yes at the balcony and like turns those guys into skeletons just like that yep it's a, it's a great mayhem scene too if it weren't for macy gray's cameo i would love that scene uh-huh. more because you know how much i love cameos by musicians in movies
1: yeah. i try to walk
2: away yeah. and i stop. Don't make having him having act. Don't, don't make him act. Don't make him don't give him any lines, please stop. <laughs> she was in Fuller House the reboot. Macy Gray. Another reason I don't want to watch
0: it. <laughs> yeah. Next category is let's do most emotional moment. Uh, Tom Holland has the third most
1: emotional moment and that is realizing that John Favreau deserves top billing for this movie. I felt emotional <laughs> and a little bit sick. Oh. That John Favreau should have been on the poster. Of Spider-Man Homecoming for some reason. That's terrible. little, little tacky. Uh, the second one is Tobey Maguire. He actually gets the second most. Well, this is actually a tie for me. I want to call this a tie
2: because when he stops the train. That's a great moment. Oh, man. If you even thinking about it. Spider-Man like, 2. Because like, he, he, he tries his hardest to stop this train. Yeah. He passes out. They pick him up. And then he has his mask off. And he gets all worried about it. And they give it back to him. He's like, don't worry. We won't tell. And I'm like... oh. <gasps> Because, you know, when you see a hero without their mask, you're like, oh, great. Now everyone knows
1: that it's this guy. But they backed him up. And even when Doc Ock comes back, by the way, uh, Jake, Dr. Octopus is a Spider-Man villain. He has uh, mechanical arms. Yeah, mechanical arms. Peculiar. Yeah, right. But he says, get out of the way. I want the kid. And they stand there until he literally pushes them out the window. Yeah. Like, it's a great scene. But the most emotional moment. And everyone knew this was coming because it's the movie with with
0: the 30 year old kid. The new
1: Green Goblin and it has Gwen Stacy. I knew it was gonna be this part. Is the neck breaking? Back it breaking. was so back breaking. The back. Actually, it was her head broke because her, her head hit. I thought it was no. Her back breaks in the comics. I'm pretty sure in the comics they do, but in the in the. Oh, movie, I thought it was like
2: mid back drawing head spine, drops. Like
1: yeah, he picks up. Well, he yeah. It, who knows? She's decapitated. Lot, Is that what you're breaks. saying? No, no, no. That would have been even even worse. Everyone knew this was coming, but even when it happened, it was so graphic and sudden. That it was awful. It's like, you know, he tried to do everything he could to lift her up and to, to save her, and he couldn't do it. And then the ending was kind of fumbled after that, but I did think it was a very, very emotional moment, and I hated to see Emma Stone leave the franchise, because at that time, I thought there would be a third one. Yeah. Yeah. And Shailene Woodley was supposed to play Mary Jane in the third one.
2: Oh, gosh. That would have been terrible. When we'll they got Gwen Stacy so in Spider-Man 3 with- Oh, uh, uh, it was so stupid. Bryce, uh, Dallas, Bryce Howard. Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard, yeah. That was weird. Uh, I actually didn't give any to the Holland movies. Right. Um, I gave number three to uh, Spider-Man 2 when Tobey Maguire confesses what he did to yep. Aunt May. Great. Because, man, that got me in the gut. I did give number two to Gwen Stacy's death because Andrew Garfield plays that out so well that it's like, this is hard to watch. Mm-hmm. But number one I gave to was Uncle Ben's death in Tobey Oh, Maguire's I didn't even mention that one. Because when he Heartless realizes <laughs> Uncle Ben is on the ground and when he goes up to him, and like is apologizing. And he realizes that he caused this. It's heartbreaking. And it's become a meme. Like Tobey Maguire's ugly cry face, that scene is a meme yeah. now. But it's really is a gut punch. Especially since Cliff Robertson is such a good Uncle Ben. Yeah, he is. Also, I love, the, I mean, as corny as it is, because Spider-Man was being filmed around the time the two towers were attacked. And they actually had promos with you know, Spider-Man sitting on a web between the two towers or and he stopped a helicopter in between the two towers ta- with the web. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, and Oh no, it was the, it was the twin towers in the reflection of his eyes. It was on poster yeah. and they ended up having to remove those scenes or move the promotion because of what happened on nine 11. But they wanted to kind of do something to show the spirit of New York in this movie. And that's why at the end, all those New Yorkers start throwing stuff at the green goblin saying, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. And it's right. great unified moment, but didn't make my, didn't make my list, but it came darn close. Okay. What is the best fight? I, I don't think Garfield has that many good fights. Uh, there's that you don't,
0: you don't like the. Uh,
2: I don't like him and Odie when they fight.
0: The raindrops falling on my head song. No, no that's that's not it. that was McGuire. Yeah, it's uh, no. Garfield
2: no. has that one funny moment when him and the lizard are fighting, and Stanley's in the foreground. He doesn't notice anything that's going on. But overall, his fights are mostly CGI and mostly forgettable. Uh, Joel. Number, Joel. Number Joel. Two. Joel. Mostly CGI. Number two, all these movies are CGI. There's nothing two, real happening here. Number two is Doc Ock and Spider-Man. Who uh, on the either the bank fight or the train fight? I I, I can't remember if they blended to one or other right now, but those are the two I was kind of dancing around. I like those The uh, train fight in particular was really really good and it has it that interesting. But I, Ken's going to hate it. I gave the number one to Holland, Tom Holland, and the airport fight. Because dang it. <laughs> oh <and laughs> Civil War. The Civil War fight. Oh, was I didn't even so think about that one. Fun. That's funny. And it, out of all the movies I went, that was just the best fight to see him, you know, jump in, do his thing, you know, kind of swing around. And then everyone else is there too. So it's kind of cheating, but I gave that one to Tom Holland. See, I didn't think about that one. That's a great choice though. Thank you. I gave Maguire the third place for the Sandman fight, which I actually think is really cool in Spider Man three. You know they used an amputee for that? What? Well, the part when he punches him through the gut. Yeah. They got a person without a hand. What the weird? So they can make it look
1: realer, like with the way they, they move and stuff okay. like that. Yeah. But it's actually a cool fight, and they kind of end up in the sewer and everything like that. But it's a... And the turtles are there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Joel got really upset. But it's a very cool fight, and it's a black suit Spider-Man and Sandman, and it's very cool to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, I, I gave t- uh, Holland the second place, though, for the plane fight when he wearing the more... Normal hoodie costume. Yeah, I thought it was pretty dynamic to watch, and they it had was, like actually. everything with the plane, yeah. and it was all kind of yeah. disco tech yeah. sort of thing going on. <laughs> but visually, it was really cool. And then I think the best one, and you did mention this, is the lizard fight in the high school with Andrew Garfield. Because wait, Spider-Man, you gave Garfield a number one spot. I know, crazy, right? What? No, I want you to watch this scene. It's about four minutes. I long. I watched it, and it has the best Stanley ca- uh, cameo in any Marvel movie because he's actually fighting like a spider would. He is jumping around the lizard, he's crawling on the ceiling, and they have a small space to do it, and it's really, really fun to watch.
2: It was it's, fun. It's like
1: four minutes, and it's the best choreographed scene in any of these movies. And I did,
2: I did rewind the part with Stanley Lee, because I thought
0: that was Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys vote? Mechanical or biological web shooters? I think true fans would say
1: mechanical. They would say that he... Way to poison the well, Kent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying organic. Huh. I think that Spider-Man, this a kid. It's it's hard enough to believe that he's making his own awesome suit, <laughs> and the fact that he can now have science, uh, you know, chemistry compounds to create this amazing web, or or the fact that Tony Stark gave him to him or whatnot, or that he got him from Oscorp. Exactly. I like organic because for me, if you get bit by a radioactive spider, that you should get all spider powers, and I'm not yeah, saying you should s- shoot
0: spider web at your. You should
1: suck your people bum. dry too. <laughs> because that's what spiders do but i think you should actually get other than like a spidey sense and being able to crawl on walls and maybe you're a little bit stronger you should get the web as well why is that so hard to believe that you would get web as well so for me i'm an organic guy especially if it's out of the butt
2: <laughs> <laughs> jolt weird uh, yeah i
1: thought for sure you go mechanical because you're a diehard i know it's true kid. it's true but i actually like after re-watching these because i think i was like yeah i'm a true fan or whatever I
2: after rewatching, I'm like, I like Toby's the best. But that was, and that was a big controversy. He's weird, like what they made his webs biological. Yeah. that's not how the comics are, and that that And you know, how is he supposed to run out of webs because he does in the comics a lot? But, but I completely agree with yes, because don't you love? And
1: I I don't mean to speak huh. for you, which I always try to do anyways. But he has the discovery of how to shoot web. Yeah.
0: Right, and he does the rock fly, on, right?
1: Shazam! And then in Spider-Man Two, he loses that ability.
2: He has web tile dysfunction. <laughs> Oh. Nice. <laughs> uh, that's worse than what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, no. Because I, I agree. I agree with you a hundred percent that it was always a little bridge too far for me that he's like not only is he really good at you know science uh, the sciencey stuff but also engineering like chemistry engineering and everything he's just great at everything and he can create these web shooters that modern you know, industry is not able to create and he's able to create it in his bedroom. Yeah. Whereas the biological shooter is just like, this is just part of his powers. He's got to learn how to use. Yeah. And so I enjoyed it. I had no problem with it.
0: Next question. Mary Jane or Gwen Stacy. And you can bring in the comics. Is this who
2: we like or who Kent wants to marry? Who Both. Do you, who do you prefer? I'm a Mary Jane purist. I'm not going to deny that. I, I know Gwen Stacy was the first one in the comics. Yes. I know that I've read the comic. But I, Mary Jane is his one true love, and I like her in the movies. Every time she shows up, almost every time she shows up, I should say, yeah. So Mary Jane, I'm just gonna say Mary Jane, simply easy. All right, Ken, I have to go with history, and
1: he he spent probably 50 years with Mary Jane, and so it's easily Mary Jane. He
2: married a robot, Mary Jane.
1: I know there there's so many weird stories in <laughs> Spider Man. He gave up Mary Jane to the devil to save Aunt May. Yep, like it's it's. So he doesn't the like the comics her. actually get really stupid. They do, but. Mary Jane is the winner here, even though Gwen Stacy does have that weight there. It's almost a Batman moment when she dies in the
2: comics, Mm -hmm. and it does help kind of craft who he is as a hero. And also teaches him, you know, about web uh, tensile strength and things (laughs) like that. (laughs) How much is too much before you break a back or a neck or whatever? Yeah, exactly. And bungee jumping rules and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's good to have boundaries.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) In life and in in dating. Sometimes you have to learn. Yeah. And he learned through Gwen Stacy. He he did.
0: Yeah, but it's Mary Jane all right are you guys ready yep it's the last category <laughs>
2: dun, dun, dun.
0: i want to hear what is the best movie overall oh wow do we have that on here oh no, you, yeah, we, okay, yeah,
1: we, yeah we have it yeah. jake okay. let's ask you first what's the best movie in this series since you did see homecoming yeah and although, i know you,
0: do I, you remember the amazing spider-man movies very well i remember amazing spider-man pretty well i mean how I many people do uh I th- I saw the second one with you, maybe the first one. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah like three years ago. Yeah. Wow. Um Wow. However, wow. the the Jerry Maguire ones, uh, it's been a long <laughs> time, honestly. It's been a long time. Uh so I'm not sure it'd be fair. I didn't love any of them. So
2: Why don't you not marry them
0: then? I won't. <laughs> I won't. The best one. I yeah, I don't know. I don't now I don't. Wait, wait, you don't really care
2: You're all that abstaining? much for any
1: portrayal then, mm-hmm. right? No.
2: You're abstaining from voting? I don't. Would you yeah. even say the
1: first one because that's the first one you saw? Kind of
0: put Spider-Man in your. I need. I need to go. In fact, I've been thinking this the whole time we've been talking. Is I need to go back and watch the first. You know, the first trilogy again, just to.
2: I own the two pack. Yeah. Yeah, I bought it, so I didn't have to have the three pack.
0: Kent is literally <laughs> handing it to to me. Okay. <laughs> put in the case
2: first, man. I know.
0: They're all over the place. I've been having a marathon lately. DVDs. I know. Oh, Oh, my grandma used to tell me about those. Isn't
1: it weird? I've been watching DVDs lately because these are the copies I own, and they're actually not great quality.
0: Like, (laughs) they're really grainy, and I was like... No, they're not even, like, 480p. They suck. Yeah. Yeah, no, DVDs are crap. Anyway. I thought they were the future back in the day. I can talk about (laughs) that. It's been too long. I'm going to have to abstain. It
2: wouldn't be fair. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Can you want to go for me? Three? It's, are you it's doing top three or are you doing no, just the f- number one? I've got top three. If you want to do top three, when else are we going to talk about this? Oh, OK, Let's well, I'm it.
1: sure we can make another show out of this somehow. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> my number three. It's not going to be a surprise to anyone based on my votes tonight. And I would like to give a little bit of time to Spider-Man Homecoming, to be fair, because I did like it. It's amazing. Spider-Man. I like seeing this reinvention. Not, not not one, not two. That's his three. It's no, it, This is number three. Then we're going to be pretty oh, close. Oh, okay, okay. You're really close after that. I thought this was a, a cool version that was dar- definitely darker than the first two, but I am glad because it wasn't Raimi, and Raimi, only Raimi can do Raimi, even though he kind of echoed Burton at times, Tim Burton's Batman movies. A little bit. But I like Mark Webb's version. I wish it continued better <laughs> uh, from there. Exactly.
2: No, no. I, I yes. watched Amazing Spider-Man, and it, the credits came up, and it said directed by Mark Webb. And my seven-year-old went, Webb, I get it. Right. <laughs> he thought he was hired like because was a of joke. his name. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. And I actually feel bad for Mark Webb, who did 500 Days of Summer, that he was kind of pigeonholed to do a studio movie. And, yeah, I feel anyways, bad he had to make 500 Days of Summer, too. Oh, I love that movie. And then I think number two is Spider-Man 1. 500 Days of Summer or La La Land, go. 500 Days of Summer. <gasps> What? Blasphemy! I know, I'm so sorry. I'm with you. That's terrible. I am so sorry. Yeah. Wait, go ahead. You said that? Uh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah. La La Land is my uh, second greatest <laughs> Spider Man film because Emma Stone is fantastic. All right, so, basically, Spider-Man no, Spider Man 1 is the second best Spider Man movie. It would be higher, but um, the Power Rangers Green Goblin version. You could of give that number one of to Tom Holland, probably. Number one is Spider Man 2. It is probably my second favorite
2: comic book movie ever made. Hmm. Number one being Bat Movie, Superman or Batman one being Dark Knight? Dark Knight. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> he got so scared. What would you have done? What would you have done? I punched you in the face. I would have let you punch left. me in the
1: face. Actually, I almost can't call Dark Knight a, a
2: superhero comic book movie because it's just a crime drama. But that's a whole other show. Yeah. Uh, Ken, I'm mostly going to agree with you. In fact, I'm going to go opposite. Uh, I'm going to go one, two, three, because my number one is Spider-Man 2. It is probably... Wait, it, that's your top one? That's my top one, yeah. Okay. Because we're going to agree on that one. I think it's a fantastic movie. It's so well done. It balances the, the Peter Parker aspect and the Spider-Man yes. a- aspect in a way that's not usually done in superhero movies. Usually there's an imbalance there. Number two, I've got to give to Spider- the original Spider-Man because it was the original, you know, barring X-Men. But really, Spider-Man feels like the original superhero blockbuster movie. I mean, it was the first film to gross $100 million its opening weekend. Wow, really? Yeah. Gee, uh, that's at, so at, commonplace At now. the time, no movie had done so even when adjusted for inflation. <gasps> Wow. It was a blockbuster, and I remember waiting in line to go see Spider-Man, and I have I had a Spider-Man shirt on and everything. It,
1: it was the second movie I saw when I got back from my mission. Oh, yeah? The first being Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Hey. I know. I was like, hey, I missed these. And yeah, they're good. I
2: was immediately disappointed and then immediately happy. I'm pretty sure my first one was uh, Sixth Sense. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but uh, And then my number three is actually going to go to Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. It, uh, it impressed me so much tonight uh, as I saw it that I, I just thoroughly enjoyed it. And Amazing Spider-Man would be number four. Mm-hmm. Um, that would round out the top four. But it's not. It's no what, slouch. What's the worst one? What's the worst one? I don't know. Because I didn't watch them recently. And in my mind, Spider-Man 3 is worse. But I'm more. I want to watch that one more than I do Amazing Spider-Man 2. Because yeah, but I want it, no, to see But the that almost
1: feels like it's a Batman and Robin sort of thing. Where you can rewatch watch Batman and Robin. Yes. Because it's the worst one. Yeah. It is the worst. I mean, Jamie Spider- Fox 3 is? is. Yeah. Spider- Jamie Fox Spider-Man. is near and watchable, But there are so many good elements with. Uh, Andrew
2: Garfield and Emma Stone that they salvaged the movie. I'll have to watch them again because I still need to watch those two. But there we go. All right. We've declared it. It is law.
0: Spider-Man 2 wins.
2: Yay. Yay.
0: I mean, deservedly so. Deservedly. Okay, I guess I need to go back and watch.
2: So you should. Yeah. And if you haven't seen them out there, listener, please, by all means, watch the Spider-Movies. They're a lot of fun. All right. Okay.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joll on Twitter. Uh, you can also find me performing at QuickWits. They perform every Saturday night at the Midville Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page.
1: If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my Spider-Man review, it's at ShowtimeShowdown.com. And oh, guess what, guys? I think I'm going to be on TV again.
2: Yay! So
0: I'll let you know in the next uh, couple weeks. Let us know. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers. Find Bacon Sale on Twitter at Bacon Sale. It's a lot of fun if you're not on Twitter. It's a reason to join all by itself. Nice sale. So, thank you. And in the meantime, a little word from Doc Ock. Who is? You stuck your webs into my business for the last time, Spider-Man. Okay, 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 okay. Party people in the house. Right. <laughs> Party people
2: in the house. Party people. Sometimes crazy gun pushing up days in the underground sound You have found out amazing Attending, demanding, commanding You people dancing Here's a shovel, can you dig it, fool? Spider-Man's a jerk What a jerk jerk. Let's cancel this show Canceled (laughs) And they say that a hero can save us I'm not gonna stand in your way Jeremy's (laughs) program! Vindicated, no. I am selfish, I am wrong, I am right, I swear I'm right, I swear I knew it all along, and I am fun! <laughs> but I am cleaning up so well, <laughs> I am seeing in me now the things you swear you saw yourself! How many people face. have an ugly cry face? All, all around. It's all around. really
1: ugly. All right. Were they on a break? <laughs> <laughs> that's,
2: that's usually what I do, yeah. you insensitive jerk. <laughs> The
0: unforgettable Liz.
2: I like Emma Stone. Kent? I love Emma Stone. When Same. Mirror,
1: I would like to. Not choice. Responsibility. Yeah. And he drops the girl. He drops the girl and he drops Kind of like an amazing Spider Man 2. Oh. Who are at best, boys? fine for nerds. And it looks awesome. Oh, like, I can't. Wait, hold on. Do <laughs> that again? <laughs> you mean. There it is. No, no, he's, no, he's doing no, the Garfield growl. It's a oh. different <laughs> one. Lose on, yeah. I'm Spider-Man. Like, this is how I want to feel. That is the Spider-Man I wanted. From Tony Stark's womb. It's I
0: want to know teacher. about your
1: chemistry teachers. She basically wears glasses to cover up how hot she is in real life. And she plays that role perfectly. And she's got great upper body strength. we they broke up What? Yeah, we're no longer together. So I can't get married to Emma Stone. Is that what you're saying?
0: cheer,
2: yay! So you're saying there's a chance.
1: <laughs> but I would just love quoted. to see
2: the dumb and dumber I- on bacon sale. Give me photos of Spider-Man He's a menace
1: I don't like ghosts Dennis Leary He actually killed a dude Right Is he gonna kill a dude
0: He'll probably kill a dude I hope he kills Happy (laughs) Hogan Just own it now Just do it Just do (laughs) it on purpose Uh, Tobey Maguire is kinda
2: like Webster Though I don't feel as bad Scarring my kids with this I want the 30 year old kid Way to poison the well Kent He has web tile dysfunction Well that's
0: worse than what I said It's good to have boundaries. I didn't love any
2: of them. So. Why don't you not marry them then? I won't. I won't. It's been
0: too long. I'm going to have to abstain. It wouldn't be fair. We've declared it. It is law. So for me,
1: I'm an organic guy. Especially if it's out of the butt.